Welcome to the Cosmic Reality Radio Show with Nancy Hopkins, Walt Silva, and Dolly Howard. This is a production of Cosmic Reality Radio. And welcome to the Cosmic Reality Radio Show. It is September 29th. 2020. My name is Nancy Hopkins. With me is Walt Silva and Dolly Howard. And I just remembered that I missed my sister's birthday. <laughs> it was on the 24th. I don't know that I ever said hello to her, or happy birthday or anything. Ah, well, I'm a bad sister. <laughs> you guys there? Hello, hello, hello. You can unmute. Yeah, I'm here. Awesome. I'm here. Okay. Dolly, just sit back and take it easy. We'll we'll get to you, you know. Okay. All right. Dolly, Dolly had to go out and she was doing some running around, I guess, and got herself over tired. Playing with my Sherry, and Jakey moved here, so he and his girlfriend Sherry and I went out to eat and looked at his apartment. He had fun. We had a lot of fun. Well, that's good. But, see, I've told you, on Tuesdays you're not supposed to do this. Plus, you've got a, a debate to, to stay up for. <laughs> recording it, recording it. Oh, okay, okay. You're cheating, you're cheating. Um, interestingly enough, we had a... Well, let's say hi to, to Walt. Walt, how are you doing? How, how are we progressing? Mom's doing better? She's running around with her little... Handy dandy yeah. push cart. Uh huh. <laughs> yeah, we're doing okay. Okay. Well, I'd like it be you say to me. I'm out dancing every night now. I didn't do that before, so <laughs> I don't know. I don't expect to do it now. Uh huh. Probably not. Probably not. They probably don't even allow people to dance. I understand that if you go the CDC has said that if you go to a pumpkin patch, even though it has hand wash and masks and everything else, it's still not a good place to go. Not advisable to go to a pumpkin patch outside with masks on, social distancing, and all the alcohol you could want. It's still dangerous. I mean, They're so full of you-know-what. <laughs> this is a CDC, Center of Disease Control. You know, the one that the, the the leader of it says things and the president says, no, that's not true. <laughs> oh, my God. The doctor, the new doctor. Uh, the, Scott Rudy, Atlas. Yeah, they don't like him. He's the out outside, outsider. <laughs> yeah, they don't like him at all. They want him to dis, disappear. <laughs> yeah, he, he tells the truth. Yeah. Well, you know, he started out with on uh, Laura Ingram. Uh, he was one of the doctors that was part of her medicine chest when all this started up. She didn't. She just went out and found doctors that were talking more sanity than the rest of them. And so she'd have these. Oh, there was a good half a dozen doctors, and he was one of them. And um, he, he, I always, I, you know, when he'd be on, I'd go like, "Oh, here's Boogerface." 
you know, because he was always, you know, he wasn't the laughter, full of joy type. He was just very matter-of-fact. Oh, yes, you don't need the mask. That's insane. No, you don't need that yet. But he, what he did was that he presented it with much more detail than anybody else would. You know, somebody say, well, you got to wear a mask. Okay, and he might say you got to wear a mask, but he'd say, "Well, you got to wear a mask in these conditions because of this study that was done here." Of course, then you have this other study over here that says something different. But my feeling is, you know, I mean, he was just so much more detailed. He seemed to have reasons for what he was saying. So yeah, he's on now. How did we get to? I like this. I like this new guy. Yeah, he's really good. He makes sense. But Fauci's yeah. put off calls them the outs outsider oh they're such evil people anyway so we were talking on the shungite show a little bit about um the debate tonight because apparently starfire tore and i i really wanted to to look at at what she had actually said um mark was reading uh some of it but essentially she has said that we've got a lot of solar flares happening and solar flares uh, kind of enhance the ability to make timeline adjustments, and that this—and I'm—I'm probably badly paraphrasing—but this debate is very critical um, because it's going to sort of the, the 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 dark agenda will be presented. Let's put it that way, as best as I could figure it out, that they're going to be seen for what they are and who they are, and. Um, so it's, they're going to be as eloquent as as uh, Biden's commercials on on YouTube. <laughs> he's got YouTube commercials. What? He's, I dare you to try to watch oh. anything in YouTube, and every five minutes they interrupt to to show you uh, the, uh, another another Biden plug. Most of the plugs there's a few uh, Trump plugs. And there's another, and uh, there's another, uh, uh, another congress, a congressman plug, but most of the plugs are, you know, bidden plugs, and they're like, but he, and I'm like, I'm looking at this, and he's not saying anything at all. He's like, for example, he he's never defended America. I'm going to defend America, no matter what it takes. That's the message. What, what are you going to defend America from? At least say something. No, it's like nothing. The the messages have no content. So I, I don't I don't get it. It's, 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 it's if the if the uh, debate is going. to be as eloquent and as intelligent as his plug. <laughs> It's going to be a bloodbath. <laughs> I well, can't see him lasting the whole time. I, I can't see it happen. I don't know how he's going to stand up there for 90 minutes. Unless he is on some kind of a enhancement drug. Let's put it that way. Well, he is a clone, so maybe yeah. they have... A backup battery in him. Let's <laughs> <laughs> hope it's an energizer. Function. Well, <laughs> one one of the things is that you said about uh, solar flares and stuff like that. It's my understanding that solar flares kind of uh, 
wreak havoc on electronics and other technology. So if this if this guy is an artificially made anything, uh, he's not going to fare too well in the middle of a solar flare. <laughs> so we can look for some glitches. Like I Pelosi think so. Did oh. I? I, oh. I think so. How much fun is this going to be? Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> um, I don't know what to tell you. But, you know, I, I, when you said that, I wondered, gee, I wonder if that's what glitched out Nancy Pelosi. You, know? oh, you think I'm joking? No, 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 no. Every time. <laughs> no, I'm not. But see, Nancy Pelosi. No, no. Nancy Pelosi glitched out on a Sunday morning. You know, oh, and, and, and we we know the time. All we have to do is see, was there a solar flare hitting us at, you know, whatever time that she glitched? And she glitched. I don't care what anybody says to me. She glitched. You know. <laughs> we had somebody, unnamed, um, who said that they had looked at this and thought that we were all nuts. You know, there's no glitching. It's a, She just stopped and gathered her thoughts. No, 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 no. She glitched. <laughs> so we'll see. We'll see who glitches tonight. <laughs> That was such an apparent glitch. I can't believe people didn't see see it for what it is. It was a freaking glitch. Unless he was broadcasting from a deep underground bunker, so he's protected from all all forms of EMF, maybe. But I I don't know. That was Pelosi, Trump. I mean, well, that was Pelosi who glitched. Yeah, we did it. We he saw it. I think he's talking about Biden. No, yeah, Biden. Yeah. Biden's got to stand up in a. Actually, it's some kind of a theater environment across from, oh, the Cleveland Clinic. So he's right mm. across the street from the Cleveland Clinic. Something goes wrong. <laughs> <laughs> but he's got this is a, like a bad episode of Westworld. <laughs> well, I just a little just a little bit ago, I was I got notified that. Um, Somebody said that they had agreed. Okay, if you if you watch Biden in any of these semi live events, he's got something in his ear, and we know this because he keeps reaching and like putting it back in his. You know how you got something in your ear, you're always touching it, and he's always yeah, touching yeah. that. But you'll also, uh, and it's just if you watch him, you know that somebody's talking in his ear. So so the Trump people made a request that they both have their ear ears made sure that there's nothing in their ears <laughs> no no headphones in your ears right and so the biden campaign had agreed to it but apparently they reneged today no we're not going to do that yeah we're not going to do that uh-huh so that means that so that means he needs to be tr- uh, he needs to be prompt and he needs to be t- uh, told remotely what to say well that- yeah and that's yeah. not fair <laughs> not right at all well listen I, I you know you know trump right uh, when he was with uh, hillary clinton i think it was in the second second or third debate she she's out there kind of like trying to make nicey nicey with the audience because that's when they had audiences and she's talking to the audience and he came up behind her 
I mean, right behind her, and he was just like, uh, uh, you just, yeah, you, you, you know, he right behind her, so I can just see this. He's going to say, I think Joe's been talking, somebody's talking in his ear. And I can see Trump going over to Joe to look in his ear. And because he's getting too close, Joe will run away. You know, he doesn't have a mask on. Oh, my God. <laughs> Oh, this oh, could boy. be this could be Saturday Night Live like it's never been before. <laughs> mm. Oh my lordy, lordy! So anyway, that's to know. huh? Fernando wants to know: Do you think Joe has shungite? <laughs> well, it probably doesn't work for him. <laughs> you know, shungite won't turn on if you're basically an evil person. <laughs> And I don't know that I, I really feel bad for the guy, you know. I, I, if if he is truly as hurt as he looks like, there this is this is you know an inhumane ma- act that they're doing, dragging him out and you know like a puppet on a string with a thing in his ear and uh, he is a puppet on a string. What are you talking about? You know, yeah. That, and yeah. why would you yeah. feel bad for a pedophile? And for someone who's been robbing the American people, we the people, all these years, profiting, profiting off the lives of us, we the people, I don't feel bad one little bit, especially the pedophilia stuff. He deserves well, what wait he's a minute. I don't think he's been charged with pedophilia. Where'd you hear that? Oh, come on. Seriously? Seriously. Yeah. Oh, serious! Oh, come on! I can't. All right, so you okay? You all right? You can't. You can't say anything. So you, you must be like Biden, you know? That Trump, he's done such bad things, but I can't talk about it. I'm running out of it's, time. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm running out of breath. <laughs> um, it's been on the internet, Nancy. Uh-huh. Just, just look around on the internet. And you can find the stuff. That internet, though, they tell you all sorts of lies, Dolly. I wouldn't trust those people. <laughs> <laughs> but you, the internet never lies. Never lies. Jeez. <laughs> <laughs> uh, oh, so, um, yeah, it's going to be a very interesting night. That's all I can say. And I have the worst, well, I don't have the worst... But my neck is stiff because my shoulder got out and I wasn't paying attention to it. And I've got a headache. And I'm going like, oh, please, I don't need a headache tonight. Because if I've been watching this thing, I'm probably going to get a real headache. Don't let me get a headache. No contract with this headache. Um, Sherry had to rush home so that she could see it. She she and she. going to sit and watch it and JT's going to watch it on deal Sherry says she's really literally going to pop popcorn and stuff <laughs> now, this it, is going to be quite a night for for the whole world now is Sherry a, a Trumper or is she a, hates him there's oh, only she, one, one she's, a only, she's a Trumper yeah. okay. Okay. they're Trumpers All mm-hmm. the, their blood runs Trump like ours. Dogmas. What would she say? The dogma lives loudly in you. Oh, yeah, yeah. Okay, so 
I don't know what more to say about it because... There's so much we could say. And the other thing, I just, you know, I, 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 I don't know how anybody could really attack this woman. But the Democrats are going to give it a really damn good try. And they'll probably show more of who they really are. Because what the only thing they can go against her is that she believes in God. And she goes to church with her seven kids. Oh, they, she shouldn't have seven kids. Two of the kids are black kids. And, oh, well, that's because she got them for trophy people or something. I mean, it's already started up. The things they've said about her are just absolutely ridiculous and insane. And so disrespectful. It's, it's oh, my God, they're just so disrespectful. What happened to common courtesy? Not there anymore. They don't have it. They yeah. don't know it. They're way, way, way the opposite of what she is. And they have to attack her. They, it's, they have to because they're so demonic. They don't want any light shining around them anywhere. And that lady shines a lot of light. And so does her family. Yeah. So she's a, absolutely taboo to them and frightening. She scares the bejeevers out of them. Apparently. That's a good thing that they're scared. Yeah. That means that they're looking you're looking at some real competition there. Because that's it, because is isn't that one of the things that has been uh, on their side forever? They always dominated all the platforms. They were always in control, and they were always, and they always controlled this, and they always controlled that. And no matter what, they knew what to do. Well, it's not working anymore. First off, they never updated their playbook, and they never they never deviate from the playbook. And things are not are not like the playbook anymore. Things keep evolving and keep changing. Uh, people keep changing, and this is a, that the playbook you 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 would be able to follow it like a Bible. It was it was always playing out like a script, perfectly in time and correct, and 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 it, and it always they were, they were always so happy with their playbook because it never deviated. Well, that that's over, and I don't know if the if they if they're noticing or not, but their playbook doesn't doesn't follow doesn't seem to be following the script anymore. Things are not people are not people are changing and they're not following the playbook uh, as as they used to in the past. Well, speaking of the playbook, we haven't had a false flag in since this pandemic started. <laughs> the ultimate. Don't you? <clears throat> Don't you need money to do those? <laughs> yeah, yeah. You know, that's come up a few times. <clears throat> that it's Supposedly, that when um, the president nominated, or when Ginsburg died, I guess it was that very night, millions and millions, I mean, tens of millions of dollars went into the Democratic coffers. And... Now I don't even know what it is. I know that the Trump people have been, I must have had a dozen phone calls 
trying to get money from me today. Um, so they're they're hurting. Um, this is the first time that well they, they you, you can opt out on them calling on the phone, but apparently they they they're they're wise. Um, and I you know I mean the president said I'll put my own money in, but does he have money? Because he is a a rest he has you know hotels and restaurants and the very the very industry that's been so badly hit. You wonder <clears throat> how badly hit has the president and his family been by what's happened. So anybody out there, you know, um, I'm going to give them a little bit more money just because it's energy. I don't have all that. I used to have more money than I have now, so I can't kind of give it away like I used to. Um, but I am going to give them some more money. So anybody that's out there, you know, go to Trump. The official Trump, I think it's TrumpPence.com or DonaldTrump.com, um, but the official website, and just put in a little money. You know, it's not going to hurt anybody to send in five, ten dollars to just, you know, just to do it, just to send the energy in. Um, anyway, that's the plug for the. And I, I am not a Republican. I'm not plugging for the Republican Party. I'm repub. I'm plugging for the Trump Party. Uh, the, the what what Trump presents patriot party a patriot party, what 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 the president presents is the concept of compassionate capitalism. Because he knows it works. If you if your people are happy, if everybody's happy, there's peace and there's good stuff happening. And he's not the kind of guy that doesn't understand I mean he I don't know he could be as greedy as anybody else but he he's a he, he's a businessman he thinks like that and what works is compassionate capitalism if your workers are happy and they're producing and you're producing something that is worthwhile for everybody else everybody makes out and that you know capitalism is a, just a raw uh economic uh way of doing things is a thing that works Socialism certainly doesn't. Communism doesn't. Fascism certainly doesn't. The only thing that works is, is, is capitalism. And capitalism will only survive forever if it's compassionate capitalism. Otherwise, you get a situation that Marx said. You know, the poor workers are getting nothing, and you got all these barons that are making the bankers, they're in the oil people, and making so much money that it's stupid. So, anyway. Um, so that's well, that. Didn't didn't Trump take or shut down access to uh, a lot of the bad guys' bank accounts? That's right. That's what I started talking and about. They, yeah, and they ran out of money. I'm sure by now. That that's the point. Remember the 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 pedophiles? They're the first ones to get hit. Yeah, he he started. Uh, he he started. Um, what what was it? Um, all those people involved called. in pedophilia. They were they were they were. He was freezing all those funds. Yes, that's it. Freezing. Yes. He did the first act. The first presidential. I think it was the first one. Presidential executive order that he signed was the one that was uh, crimes against humanity. And that anybody indicted would have their all their finances frozen, and he said that in January of 2017. Now, 
I, I think a lot of people sort of like kind of, yeah, okay, but didn't understand the implications of that because they've got 100,000 sealed indictments. So all of these people that have been already indicted, you know, and we've heard some of the names that could be on the list, yeah, they could have had their, their bank accounts frozen. They could, could be in terrible straits. We don't know. But I know that the president did sign that paper, and since then, I don't even know how many. There's thousands of pedophilia uh, individuals and many dozens rings of pedophilia and child and human trafficking um, have been shut down. But they don't get the press, just like everything else. We hear about it because we share information that you know you don't get on MAC, MN, you know the mainstream media because they don't show it on the mainstream media. They totally ignore it. I mean, the fact that the president, and he talks about this on Walt in all of his rallies, got two Nobel Prizes, and no, none of the mainstream media even mentioned it. Well, he was nominated for two different, from two different countries for two different things he did, and they didn't even mention it. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, come if on. If that doesn't tell you everything, that tells you everything. Yeah, wake that's up, how, people. That's how good the, the media is for all those that worship the media. Um, Fernando says, this is about the lady judge. Uh, he says, do not know if what I was saying, she's full of light. Heard she, if true, do not know if true. Heard she is in favor of mandatory vaccinations. I hadn't heard that, uh, Fernando. Thank you. I guess time will tell, but I believe she's mostly good. Well, she's a constitutionalist. That's all I care about, which means that she's going to, to do her best to not destroy the Constitution, but to enact laws which, that support <laughs> the Constitution. Which one? The which which one, the real constitution or the corporate constitution? <laughs> the Patriots Constitution. Oh, that makes sense. Yeah. Um, and if I, I personally don't know of anything in the Constitution that would require me to get a vaccination. None. So if that's true, then I don't think that she would do that just because she's a constitutionalist. But what do I know? Could be. Could be. But like you say, time will tell. Time will tell. Okay. So, I don't know. What do you guys want to talk about? Because I'm just kind of a little burnt out. Well, I'll tell you what was happening. This is the kind of thing that... <laughs> okay, so... I live in South Florida, and South Florida has a county, Miami-Dade County, and I live in Miami-Dade County. But within Miami-Dade County are all these different municipalities. You've got uh, North Miami, North Miami Beach, Opelika, Hialeah, all these little different municipalities. But for whatever reason, this northeast area did not get taken in by any municipality. So we live in the county. We don't live in any other city. 
which to my way of looking, because I didn't know anything about this when I brought this property, was like, God, you sent me someplace that's a really good place to live because you don't have any of the other fees of a city. We don't, our taxes are very low. Uh, and, and we get the same services. It's the police. Miami-Dade County has their own police. Those are who come to us. The fire comes to us. So that these people, oh, gee, it was about 2004, I think. They decided that they wanted to make a municipality out of this very, very small group of, of homes here. And about 10 churches that don't pay taxes. And a very small section of what is commercial property but hardly nothing so you know you look at this and you go why would you want to do this are you you know want to be a big frog in a little pond what in the hell is all this about well you know if you if you've been around as long as i have it's pretty pretty obvious oh i see you want us to give up our rights to you so that then you can tax us to the point that we can't afford it anymore and then you're going to change the zoning into commercial and you're going to force us out because in one strip of this area is some very rich people I understand I didn't even know that until recently so they've been doing this I say it started back in 2004 they keep coming to us we keep saying you know Buenas noches, as Christia says. Buenas noches. And so it stopped in 20, 2014, I think, was the last time they tried this. Or 2015, around there. 2016, maybe. But So all of a sudden, in the middle of a pandemic, where you can't even meet in, you know, in public, they are attempting to do this again, and they want us on a Zoom call. And I got the dang thing, and I kind of looked at it when I was picking up the mail, and I went, what the hell is this? But then I forgot about it by the time I got into the house because it wasn't anything that looked horrendously official. But Frank, across, across the street from me, <laughs> he, he, he sees me. I'm putting out the garbage bill, and he comes over, and he says, did you see this? And I'm looking at it, and I went, oh, crap. And he said, what does it mean? And he had, he, he's kind of, he's only been here for about 15 years, and he didn't get involved in this, apparently. And so I'm telling him, you know, we got to stop this. So it was he got it. I got the slip, too, the piece of paper. But I hadn't paid any attention to it. Thank thankfully, Frank had. So, okay, the Zoom thing, I am pissed to the hilt because, well, I, I essentially wrote, wrote out a, um, you know, you get three minutes to make some kind of a statement. And I said, uh, the, first, the first point I'm going to make is that I want a discontinuation of what you're doing right now because you're infringing on my First Amendment with all the restriction and all the fear and everything else associated with where we are now, including an election. I cannot go door to door to my neighbors like we have in the past to get them to sign petitions and to educate them on what's about to happen. So that was the first thing that I said. And then I went in, you don't have the tax basis, you don't have, you know. But then I ended it by saying, uh, and to my neighbors, you know, I said, he said I, I'm an I'm a, a Army veteran that's lived here for 35 years in the same house, and I pride myself on being a good neighbor. And God blesses me because I've got good neighbors. I said, in the middle of a pandemic when 
moms don't have the computer because the kid is on it. The people that are working are working because and they need that computer. Nobody can get together. Nobody can do anything. And you're trying to push this through again. And I said to the neighbors, you know, like, uh, huh, are these good neighbors? These people that are trying to talk you into this, are these good neighbors? So I get all really revved up for this. I get a hold of some neighbors. I'm getting email things, you know, and I find out that nobody else has gotten any of these these flyers. So then today, today Fritz, who was already signed up for the Zoom thing because I already talked to him, and Sandy, Sandy got it yesterday. So I'm talking to Fritz and I'm going, okay, okay, okay. And he calls me back. He says, check your email. They just canceled it. I said, why? He said, technical problems. I said, yeah, technical problems, my ass. You know, they started realizing that there was people that were going to respond and they would do anything to stop it. Because uh, we've, we've made this fight before. You know? So it's like, I need this now. I need this. <laughs> so, but it, 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 it. When you see, when you see the bad things that people do, like what I think that these, and I know some of them personally. I've actually done, worked with them on other zoning, stopping other zoning situations. You know, they're not, well, the ones that I know, they, I don't think of them as bad people, but I think they're being manipulated. Um, but anyway, as soon as you you have a a bad ex example of humanity, then you get the good examples. You know, everybody started coming together. Well, we'll okay, they canceled that, but we're, you know they're probably going to try it again. So let's just you know be kind of a little proactive and just keep everybody's emails and be prepared for this. Uh, we're in such a very du duality of realities, is what I think of it as, because. It's like, and it's and it's really cut and dry. You're either for Trump or you're not. You know that's what it's about. I, I, it's as stark as that. Because if you're for Trump, no matter what the man does, you understand why he's doing it. You know, the first thing is he's not a politician. You know, he doesn't go go out and you know try to convince. He just tells you the truth. Yes, he exaggerates, and sometimes, uh, you know, he says things that he doesn't really have proof of. He just figures it's going to be, and most of the time it is. But, you know, and then you got those people that just for the, for the life of them, they cannot, they cannot break out of this Trump del delusional, disruptive, mental, blah, 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 non-compute thing. <laughs> it's just insane. But anyway... So that's what we've been doing, is trying to, at the local level and then at the, you know, world level. <clears throat> I say there's layers and layers. So, um, okay, so we've managed to get 40 minutes out of the show already. That's good. <laughs> 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 Talking about whatever. I'm trying to remember, I, there were so many things out there that... Um, what did you see this week that kind of interested you, Walt? Tell me what's what well, you've been up to, or Dolly, if you can. Can I say? Uh, oh, I forgot his name. Fernando, what's his name? Vincent Fusco. Fusco. Yeah, he got in an accident. What? And yeah, um, Fernando was saying earlier. 
and he's he just posted a picture of Vincent's uh, van truck. He got a broken thumb, I guess. Um, well, you know, I was wa- <clears throat> I was wondering where he was because I hadn't, you know, nothing had come up anywhere is that he was anywhere, and now he's had an accident that wrecked his his yeah. van, but broke his thumb. Yeah, I don't know what else. I know I remember Fernando just said he broke his thumb. Um, see the pictures in the chat room of the van? It looks pretty beat up in the front. If he just got a broken thumb, he's lucky. <laughs> see it? Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's pretty serious. Where did this Where did this happen? What state? Do they say? Uh, uh, no, Fernando. Can you fill in some details? No, it's going to take him a few minutes. Oh, oh Aquarius says he had an accident, but he is fine. So that's good. Thank you, Aquarius. Well, you you got to click on the picture because then you can see the the one that's on the trailer, but then the one that's in the street, that w- doesn't look too bad on the trailer, but if you look out in the street, it's its pretty nasty. That looks awful. Yeah. I, I'm thinking he's fortunate. He just broke a thumb, if that's it. Wait, wait. Now, was for, it a real accident, or was it a targeted thing? Oh, oh good question. Now, for those people that don't know what we're talking about, Vincent is somebody that back a couple of years ago was identified by Q activists as being John Kennedy Jr. John Kennedy Jr. alive. And we've done shows on it. There's so much information telling you that Vincent is actually John Kennedy Jr. by well Fernando did some amazing comparisons between, you know, morphing one out of the other and it's like their teeth, their eyes, their nose, they all match up. Um, from that, from from that kind of you know detailed analysis of the physical face, but on top of that, this guy plus somebody that looks just like his wife, uh, Caroline, and then the the sister of Caroline, Laura, are in three different at three different uh, rallies. One in Florida, one in Pen- I think. Pennsylvania and I, maybe there was two in Penn, but there was there was three different places and they weren't sitting together they were sitting close to each other like five people you know, social distancing five people away but they weren't together because if you saw them together you go my god look at that you know but they were scattered and I felt that somebody was setting us up because who's taking these pictures that they're getting them all in the same frame somebody knew what they were doing um, so anyway, we're talking about Vincent, and I did just just a couple of days ago. I thought, gee, you know, I haven't seen anything out there talking about him. So um, let's good. He's only broke. Um, um, Aquarius says it happened in PA, and Fernando said it was after the last rally. I think like five days ago, maybe. So they have been at the, he at least, well, it seems like he might have been at that rally. Um, but he wasn't sitting behind the president, apparently. I always look. <laughs> I do, too. <laughs> I, I paused the recording and 
and I look for them. <laughs> well, you know, <clears throat> I just I just remember I keep forgetting this, so I'm going to have to say something about it right now. This um, last weekend, I had my friends Peter and Betsy, and it was a very interesting thing because uh, Peter is definitely a, a trumper, and I thought Betsy was too. And so they come over to my house, and I'm like, oh, my God, am I going to be able to do this? Do they really want to do And I finally, I said, hey, you guys want to watch a little Fox? <laughs> so I turn on the news, <clears throat> and they have a television that is still got the rabbit ears and the, uh, you know, tinfoil on them. They don't have a cable thing. So they can pick up, like, you know, CBS or ABC or whatever, but they can't pick up, they don't look at Fox. So over the last, since 16, when, when Betsy uh, did vote for him, she has become very sour about Trump because all she's seeing is mainstream media. And so I've got the, the Fox people on, and she's like, oh, wow. You know, oh, wow. Well, by the end of the you know, weekend, she's like, thank you. She said, now I, now I understand why I was for Trump to begin with. She said, the fact that I was looking at all of this other stuff actually convinced me that he wasn't who I thought he was. And we watched all the rallies. And before they even got there in the morning on Friday, the president had been down here in Doral, uh, not too far from me, and he was the real guy. It was the, you know, the one that Dolly says is the real Trump. So they got the real Trump on in the morning. He got tape of it. And through the day, because he was, he went there, then he went up to Jacksonville, then he went and stopped in North Carolina, and then he ended up in Virginia. So in one day, there are four rallies or meetings. Uh, some of them weren't exactly rallies. Um, with Trump, and it had different clones in it. They were all different. Well, one, two of them might have been the same, but I even get confused. But the thing of it was, what I found so fascinating is because Betsy doesn't know anything about this cloning thing, um, I'm saying to her, I said, you know, there's this, this, I said, I got this friend of mine, Dolly, she thinks all these people are clones. <laughs> all these Trumpers are clones. So I said, let's just... They are. I said, you know, and we're watching, we're watching uh, a fox do something on, I, I think it was the Jacksonville thing. And I said, so take a really good listen, because she says the key is in the voice. So I said, take a really good listen to this guy, you know. And then they showed the one from the morning. <clears throat> and as soon as he started talking, she went, that's not the same guy. He's got a different voice. I'm glad she so recognized She, she was, well, she's a singer. And oh. she's a pain in the ass because when the when the sound uh, the television or anything else is at a point that she's comfortable with it, Peter and I can't hear it. I mean, it's ridiculous how low she because she's you turn it up a little bit and she oh you know and grabs her ears. <laughs> so she but she she picked up on it so fast, Dolly, that wow. The, she could tell, and and as a matter of fact, for the rest of the for the rest of the time she was there, she'd go, clone, clone, <laughs> you know, oh my. because he doesn't come on very often, you know. And then every once in a uh -huh. while, they'd show him what he said, and I think he was with the Latinos up there. I'm not sure who he was in Doral, yeah. but they showed him yeah. again. Yeah, that's him. She'd say, you know, she was. 
Uh, so anyway, you know this thing. I'm with- glad I mentioned that about the voice, so that now maybe did she teach you the difference in the voices? Um, yes, but I my ears are pretty much blown. You know, I don't have the range of hearing that I used to have. I'm always saying to people, "What? Say again? Yeah. What'd you say?" Me too. You know, yeah. and so, but she's you know, fifteen years younger than I am, and and all her life has been a singer, paying attention to those things. So, oh my gosh, I'm so glad I got some validation. Well, I might I cha- almost, I might change my mind again. <laughs> I, I, go I almost back and didn't forth. type that to you. I thought, should I say this and blow Nancy's mind some more or not? And the angel said, yes, yes. And I hear this chorus of yes. I go, well, all right, then. <laughs> and so I typed it to you. And then you responded after Betsy got, uh, after Betsy, you responded to me. And so I felt very validated. Thank you for sharing what she said with me. Well, she was very certain of it, I'll tell you that. I mean, she didn't even hesitate. As soon as he started talking, she said, that's not the same guy. His voice is different. You would think that those people that do do the voice analysis stuff, oh, what's her name? I can see her face. Uh, she used what? to be on Wolf Spirit. Uh, yeah. Walt, uh, Walt, Sam might remember. Walt, I'm trying to think of what her name is, but she does. She, they listen to the voice and then they put it through a computer, and the computer tells them if they're lying or not. <clears throat> oh, oh, I remember Evans. that. Evans. Evans. I can't remember the name of the person. Uh Somebody will remember in chat, probably. Yeah. Um, yeah. But uh, I wonder, I mean, maybe it's out there. Which just... one? Which Celia Fenn or the other woman? The one, the woman that, who does the, 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 where you play something backwards. I th- there are two people. Yeah. One. Sherry Edwards. Old... Sherry Edwards is the one we're talking Doris about. Doris remembered. <laughs> who was? Thank you, Doris. The, who does the voice analysis. Right, right. And she checks the, the 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 notes that are in a person's voice, and notes that are missing in the voice, and all that other stuff. But I wonder if she's I wonder if she's done that with with all the different versions of Trump. <laughs> that would be very interesting to me. Well, they probably got. They, I know that they've got apps out there that will allow you to take tape and play it backwards to listen to what it says backwards. I know they have that app. So maybe they got another app that will do something similar. But anyway, we know. I don't really care at this point. <laughs> you know, even as clones, I find entertaining. But I do wonder who's going to show up tonight. Well. Well, I'll bet you anything it's it's one. Well, we know it's Biden, a, a Trump for Biden, because that dude's over the hill, gone. You mean a clone um, for Biden? <laughs> yeah, a Trump a for, clone Biden. for Biden. And for Trump, I, I think it's going to be, uh, 
a clone because there's going to be too much opportunity to for somebody to try to take Trump out. So I'm thinking because of that, I'm thinking it's going to be a clone. So you're going to have two clones debating each other. This is going to be freaking interesting. People couldn't even make this up for a movie, I don't think. All these clones talking to each other, and some people believing they're clones, some people believing they're the real person. And What kind of a world are we living in today? Well, you know, one of the um, rallies that he had recently, he started sweating, the clones started sweating, Yes, I saw that. Did, Did you I see, say something? No, I didn't say anything to you, too, because I wasn't even sure how to explain it. Yeah, but, I didn't either. <clears throat> but his skin looked artificial. Yes. It was raining, too, wasn't it? I don't or remember, but I, 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 I was like, I they were doing sweating. a close-up. Yeah, they were doing a close-up, and I still, every time I get a close-up, I try to figure out their faces and all that crap, you know. But, um, yeah, and I'm looking at his skin, and I'm going like, this is really strange. Yeah. It looked it looked odd to me. So, hopefully he won't start sweating. I mean, I don't And want... I was thinking do clones sweat? <laughs> I was really? just going to say that. And do clones yeah. sweat? <laughs> we think Probably so because the idea behind a clone, correct me if I'm wrong, Walt, but did you It's a biological process that's just sped up somehow, correct? Yeah. The thing about the, the clone, we do understand that. He, oh, am I on or am I muted? Oh no, no, I guess you are answering, so so I'm not muted. Um, we we humans we have, uh, you know, the different functions and, and reactions based on emotional content, uh, emotional state, even mental state. And you and and you have, um, what do you call? You have the physiological reactions given to what you, whatever whether a person is in pain or a person is excited or a person is in joy or a person whatever whatever it is. We are the body is is a it's a living chemical factory and it puts out depending on what it's experiencing. So you. It's it's natural to have physio- physiological reactions based on what what the person's state is, their state of mind and their state of emotions. Are they happy? Are they relaxed? Uh, are, are they are they okay? Are they nervous? Whatever, whatever the you know you know it's all naturally expected, and we have a series of. There is natural reactions to whatever may be happening. Somebody asks you a question, throws you a curveball, completely throws you off of your game because you, 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 I don't know, maybe you rehearsed what you're going to say or, or how you're going to face your opponent, whatever, you know. But with the case of a clone, you're not dealing with a human being who's had a normal uh, upbringing. Or I mean, they, they 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 do the impossible with all the programming and all the preparation and everything, but still, 
a clone has issues compared to a, a natural born human the it, the reaction is not identical to the reactions of a clone so sometimes you you might have reactions that are atypical of a human being well let's say a, a person is relaxed because you know everything's are going okay you know they're not lying whatever and they could be sweating bullets and you're saying why is this person sweating so much it's not like they're in trouble or anything or it's not like they're being well the thing is that it's not a it's not a natural born human so who knows maybe for him sweating a, t a lot is natural of being relaxed you're not you you don't expect the same reactions from a clone that you would expect from a natural born human you are still dealing with a with an artificial sure he's not made of plastic you know made of living cells but it's still a made thing program on 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 top of it so don't expect it to react or respond to um, stimuli, uh, you know, emotional stimuli, mental stimuli, the same way that a natural born human would. Uh, that's, I mean, I have, I've seen some of the reactions on these things and it's like, this is weird. Why is this person acting or acting this way or reacting this way? Like, remember, did you guys get, um, did you ever see that uh, clip? I, I, I know they played the entire clip, but I only saw part of it. It didn't interest me where he wasn't show the view with, with the women, uh, you know, Whoopi Goldberg and uh, Joyce Bayer. No, no, Biden. Oh, and, oh, no. I and, the and the thing was, is that he went into a loop. Like he, they, they asked him point blank if he was apologetic to what he. he it, it seems that at some point in his past, he had groped someone or touched someone inappropriately. So the ladies wanted to ask him. Now that he had the chance to tell his side of the story if he was apologetic to what he did. Was he, uh, you know, did he, did he feel bad about what he did or, you know, about acting inappropriately? You know, they, they, were, they were giving him an opening and a chance to sell his version of the story because I think at the time uh, most of the story that was heard was from the woman's part. Uh, you know, highly offended and, and all of that. And the thing is, the man, instead of saying, never once did he utter the words, I'm sorry for what I did, he just kept going into a loop. It's like it was, this This is weird. It's not acting like a normal person. He just keeps going, he kept going into a loop. First of all, he wouldn't finish a single sentence. He would start a sentence and cut off and go off into another sentence and cut off and go off. So I'm, I'm, I'm thinking, when is he going to say something, uh, something intelligible? And he keeps going onto, oh, I, I was, I thought I was, I was, uh, I thought I was invited for a nice discussion. On, it's like, it was almost, he didn't out, come out and say it 
that I I've been Shanghaied or I I've been tricked or uh, I've been invited with a false you know claim here I thought we were invited for a nice conversation and it turns out that I'm being railroaded and no he just he kept avoiding he never said the words so so that never got said but that was the 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 image that he was portraying over and the, and the women kept opening the door for him saying well okay but here's your chance here what do you say to this woman's claim are you sorry for and he just kept no no he was not sorry he was very disappointed he was angry he was disappointed why i thought that this was an invitation for something else and i didn't think it was and it just kept going into this never ending loop he it, it it never went anywhere it it and i just ended <laughs> i just ended up cutting it because i said this is silly it never ends so the behavior i don't know where the you're dealing with a person with mental issues or this is a malfunctioning clone to have this kind of behavior and i'm thinking wow this is a this is on real on this on live television because this wasn't edited uh, so I, I don't know I, well, I don't know what to tell you after after they get the live portion they edit it keep out something that sounds reasonable and throws it away but then fox finds out where they threw it and they pick it up and then they show it <laughs> oh see fox will show you know it's it's like dueling um competition to convince people of their side i would do the same thing oh. you know so so the the people over at fox that are trumpers they find every, anything that biden does wrong and they show it, but you don't see it anyplace else, because right. the other guys they won't show this stuff. So, like I say, it's two separate realities that are being orchestrated by people trying to control us, to convince us. And I just hope that enough people are awake and aware, and and you know that there's the numbers aren't there, but. When we get back, we're going to, uh, we need to take a little break here. And welcome back to the Cosmic Reality Radio Show. It's September 29th, 2020, and my name is Nancy Hopkins. With me is Dolly Howard and Walt Silva. We've been talking about clones because tonight is a debate night and we're trying to figure out how we can figure out if the people that are going to be debating are a human being against a clone or two clones against each other or two human beings. <laughs> one, one, of, one, of, one of which is willing to have his ears checked to see if there's any plugs in them and also his urine checked to see if he's on any drugs. <laughs> and the other one won't, so... Makes you wonder, doesn't it? Okay, so somebody's here. Dolly, you had something you wanted to ask Walt. Yeah. Um, and then he he said something. I typed it first in the wrong Don chat. I tapped it. And, but anyway, so Walt, um, I forgot my question. Oh, uh, how do all the clones know what has been said by and around each other at separate times so that they can sound uh, 
fluent in their conversations with people because questions get asked to the different ones about something that happened with a different Trump uh, clone. And uh, how do they all know the same information? How how does that happen? And you said something about the voice. Let me ask the second part of this. Uh, If they were real clones, they would have the same voice. I I haven't paid attention to if the clones' voices match. I haven't done that, but it was so obvious to me that the clone I was listening to, his voice didn't match Trump's. Peter's wife agrees that that they're different that there are different uh, voice signatures. So yeah. someone who who is not trained in that is not going to pick that up, but someone who does it has no issues with picking that up at, at all. So that right away tells you that they're not biological copies. They are very well trained. Uh, uh, I don't know, actors. Um, oh, of course they are people, real people. Even their hairs are different. If they if they were clones, you could not tell apart one from the other. But uh-huh. the the fact that time is passing and you can tell, oh, I can tell this one. Uh, this one has the hair this way. That one has the hair that way. The voice is different. These are real people because these are not biological copies. Some of I don't know if they have done any kind of. Uh, um, what do you call uh, surgical modifications in order to make sh- to to make them look like him identically? But you know, it is it is it, it does exist. Uh, people that look very much or or doppelgangers, people that look very much alike, uh, they do exist. Uh, I, and I guess. W- given enough money and enough resources, you can go around and, and, and look for them and search them. And Okay, so Sam says Trump's may be doubles or they use avatar tech. So what's avatar tech? Do you agree with Sam on that? What's avatar tech? Yeah, I don't know. I'm asking you. <laughs> okay, avatar. I know, I, I know the basics of it. Um, what it is is that okay that we have a, a a new show Walt that's been on on uh, called a call to actions and David Vaughn Jr. put together he actually wrote it I'll have to try to find that um, article but then he made a presentation of it and what it was one of the first things that he kind of stumbled into regarding you know a change of reality oh you kidding me right and. What he found out was he was he was tracking robotics, and what he found was different pattern patents, and the patents related to different technology, but within the umbrella of the concept of uh, avatar, robotic avatar, and so and I, I wished I had the promo in front of me I'd probably be better talking about it but the first one <clears throat> was we all familiar with it how you have um, wires that were going to like a, a robotic hand and that you'd be able to make the hand work with the wires 
and then they mm -hmm. connected the wires to somebody that needed that hand and all of a sudden by the person learning how to think correctly to move the hand there is an integration of the consciousness and the mechanics and so that was the the basis of of people starting to get these kind of you know hands that can do things well the next stage is that you can make entire bodies that are mechanical essentially and again it's a but you got to control them they're not self-controlled they're not on autopilot or any of that it's that you got to interface so the interface is basically from a computer but then the next level is that it goes that is connected to your mind <clears throat> like the you know the avatar movie you think it works you think it works and these are patents <laughs> on this stuff already issued uh, fascinating discussion um, and in the end, what they'll what the what the end result seems to be is that you've got a per perfectly functioning robotic body that is heavily using biological uh, material to structure itself. In other words, instead of a plastic skin, you've actually got biological skin that at the same time you're you're working with the robotics, you're also working with sort of the clone technology of, you know, I mean, if you can grow a whole body, then you could grow an arm here and an arm here, and, you know, I mean, you could do all sorts of weird, weird things. Now they're using pigs, they're growing pig stuff that you can re use to, you know, replace stuff in a human body. I mean, it's like really sci-fi, the medical profession, some of the things. But the, the last uh, sort of thing is that, well, it's not actually the last, but it's near the last, um, where the consciousness of a human being is actually inside, working with, autonomously with it. It doesn't need an outside stimulus with Wi-Fi connecting to it. So this is, like I say, this is within the science that they've already got patents for. So we don't really know what we're looking at, except that there's something odd about it. I don't, she never mentioned to me, because there was at least another clone um, in, in the series of that day. And I said, and this is another one. And she didn't say anything about that voice being different from, you know, the one she had heard the other clone. So it seemed, she never mentioned that. Was that one the one that's close to Trump? That we call close to Trump. No, this one. This one was. Uh, we had the entertainer, and then we had the one that's sort of like neck near the entertainer, but not yeah. going towards yeah. the towards the one that's almost Trump. And, and the lumbering one. Yeah, I, he goes yeah, back. Yeah. I yeah. call him the lumbering yeah, one. Yeah, he he does do that. Now that you mention it. Yeah. Which again could be like he <clears throat> like Walt is saying that these are doubles, uh, and and then we have uh, Mission Impossible, where they can do these you know thing. I mean, these things to people. I don't know how good it really is, but where you can make people look like somebody else. I mean, just because if they had a certain amount of of similarities, I suspect that they could do, you know 
all sorts of plastic surgery or other things to make them look identical well, or very well, close. How many? Well, let's pause for a for a second here. How many clones are there of the of the Queen of England? I know at least two. Are there, are there more? I have no idea. Queens of England, you mean? The Queen, yeah. the Queen of England. I don't know. The, the, for example, the this um, this woman soars up and down, uh, Utsava, for example, that the real Queen is dead. She says the one that's that's. She soars up and down, and even she puts a re reputation on the line. She says the one that you see in photos that they're taking pictures on it, it's a double. It's not the real queen. Queen. So I've heard she has a couple doubles, <clears throat> but then I haven't heard anything about the royalties for months. Have you? Yes, yes, yes. The um, Harry, and what's the the wife's name? What's her name? Does anybody remember her name? Megan. Megan. Okay. Meg no. Yeah. Is it Megan? Is is that? No. I don't know. Megan. I, I can't. Think anyway, of Harry, the younger one. Harry and his wife. Yeah. Harry's, okay. Who's Who's the older one now? I forgot the older one's name. Um. That William. 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 Okay. Harry leaves. Harry and his wife give away their royalty crap and 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 go to Canada. Initially, it was, but apparently they is she American? I'm not sure why, or I, I'm totally confused as to why these people would be doing ads for essentially Biden. Okay, it, it, really? Uh, yeah, it, it, they had this this. Um, this ad out where they're sitting in this nice little kind of parky thing, and I don't, I, I didn't realize, you know, I only saw a part of it because I wasn't paying attention, and then when I did pay attention, I wasn't sure, it didn't seem like it was uh, outwardly a Biden ad, but it was, you got to go and vote. It was very important that everybody vote, you know, and... Um, there was a press conference, and somebody asked the president, "Have you seen uh, Harry on the ad? You know." And so apparently, that person also felt that it was, you know, a Biden ad more so than a Trump ad. And the president said, "Oh yeah, she doesn't like me," but then again, I don't like her. And, and she, he, then he sort of stopped and thought about it, and he said, oh, "She probably's heard that, don't you think?" But I'll tell you one thing. Harry, be very careful. And that was it. That was it. Meghan Markle. Okay. Sam came up with. Okay. Now, um, now that Meghan character, there was a, a YouTubey thing post, uh, posted, and it was a short video of Harry and Meghan in some bleachers, like they were at a, some kind of a sporting event. And whoever posted it said, does that woman look right to you guys? And I'm telling you, it freaked me out. Because she's sitting there. I, I, my feeling, if I wasn't, didn't have a friend called Dolly Howard that talks about clones all the time. <laughs> I would have thought the woman was on some kind of a drug. Because she looked really? like she was totally out of it. She had the big black eyes. 
Oh. You know, maybe, she, you know, and, and she was, the, the, her, 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 her body was kind of jerky. It wasn't, it, oh, it felt very, very artificial. Very artificial. Robotic. I call that robotic yeah. movements. Yeah, yeah. But, you know, when the when the president said that, it was like, I meant to tell you that because uh, it was one of those things that you don't recall. Yeah, I, sh- I, sh- I said, I should write this down to Dolly. But then I went, how am I going to explain this one? You know, it, it, <laughs> and, and, and I want to pay attention to what I'm listening to. And then after the fact, I went, yeah. what was it I was going to tell Dolly? So I'm glad I finally, <laughs> thank you, thank you, whoever gives me these answers. Thank you, the answer source. Well, and that's how I've been uh, identifying. I started out identifying the clones by their eyes because they're so huge. They're just huge. They aren't the same eyes that the real person has. But then uh, now I notice right away that isn't the real one because nothing to me on the what I'm going to call clone looks like the real person at all you if you get a picture and you put them side by side the real one and the clone uh, they're different they're just i it amazes me that more people don't notice the difference well what you just said supports what walt was saying that if they were clones they would be so identical you couldn't tell them apart for example for example for example, I, and, and, and this is just me, I, and of course, I have every right to be wrong. But for example, this poster that Infinite Awareness has put on the on the chat of the debate 2020 PBS News Hour debates 2020, um, that doesn't look to me like the real Trump because one of the things that I have to say, uh, I lived in in New York City for 20 years. So I was used to seeing Trump's face almost every day. Either it was in the newspaper for some reason, or it was on television for some reason. Like for example, when he opened the 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 casino in Atlantic City, I think it was the Taj Mahal. So you you were always being treated to whether you liked it or not. Uh, Trump fair. One of the things that always I found funny was how small his mouth is. He's got the, the tiniest mouth. And I said, I, I remember I used to comment, he should, he should smile more, at least he would show more. Well, when you look at this man, he's got a, a such a wide, large mouth, this this photo. It doesn't look the, like the, the Trump I got used to seeing after living 20 years in New York. So maybe it's just me. Maybe I'm wrong, and that's okay. <laughs> I agree with that, Walt. I forgot about the little mouth. I yeah. used to look at him and say, "Oh my gosh, how does he talk? How does he eat? His mouth is so little." <laughs> yeah. Yes, yeah. I agree with that. Yeah. So, so this, this to me is not. The Trump I grew up with in New York City, but it could be anything. <laughs> Very interesting. And I got to start looking at the mouths, too. <laughs> oh, but anyway, so you didn't answer my question. How do 
each of these trumps know what the other one has experienced so that they well, can but, continue as if it was them. But uh, what occasion are you aware of where one of them has been asked everything about every single thing? I'm not aware of that. I'm not, I mean, not they, saying they, they, because you well, the only way to be the only able to to answer that question would be to grab one, sit him down for an hour or so, and ask him about every single event. And if he answers, and and either he answers truthfully about every single event, or he's just not aware of some stuff. I mean, are you aware that each one is? fully informed i'm not aware that each one is fully informed we don't we don't get the chance to ask them like in the news con news conferences they hold walt uh they get asked questions um, but do they get but that's the question is they get asked questions now same questions and they answer them the same way I've yes. noticed. I've noticed that it's almost like, yes. yeah. No, I I can understand that if they're all reading the same script and they never alter from it, they're telling you exactly what the script is, which hopefully is the truth. Because I've noticed that. But well, I I, I wondered about it. I said, okay. So because we do the same thing, we talk about the same thing show after show after show, really. But we don't do it in uh, a way that is repetitive of like somebody that's, you know, learned it, memorized it, or somebody that's on a loop. But mm -hmm. I have noticed that with the president, he will present a, a, an idea and he will say it in exactly the same way. But that could be because he's repeating it all the time. All these little thingies out there. Anyway. Or, or because you're training, you're training all your clones to speak exactly the same way, so that there's no variations. I don't know. I don't know either. Variations no. would would be natural. Would be a natural thing. In fact, you would you would want a little variation oh, between them. Can't turn it off. Yes, you do get huh? variations. We have one that we call the entertainer, Walt. He has a <laughs> seriously, and he's the most fun. He's the one that will likely not be reading a teleprompter. And mm. he tells stories and he acts them out and he can be hysterical. Um, the, some yeah. some yeah. Uh, comedians who, you know, have like the, you know, Hall of Fame of comedians said that technically Donald Trump is one of the best stand-up comics working today. Because well, of it, the timing and the way that he presents. So this is this is really uh, this is really old tech. I mean, didn't didn't um, what was his what was his name the the prime the prime minister uh, Churchill wasn't it? Churchill had a clone. In fact, it, it was in one of this in one of his uh, missions where he traveled. He was uh, an he was assassin assassinated. He was killed. Uh, so, but the real one was saved. So, 
it's been around for a while. Well, yeah, this, most this of them have doubles. <clears throat> I didn't hear that story about Churchill. That's interesting. Yeah, he was. He was. Yeah, the, I didn't the guy either. confronted him. The, um, I, it was. I think it was used uh, in the subject of a movie. Um, Churchill was traveling to an estate in somewhere in 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 England. Not not France. No, yeah, it was England. So this guy comes out from the darkness and confronts him and shoots him. But he shoots the the clone. He shoots the double. It wasn't the real. It wasn't the real Churchill that was uh, that was killed on the terrace. So his his mission failed. He 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 was sent on a, on a mission to kill Churchill and he failed miserably after all that he went through. So I I don't I don't know if it, if it was okay. A, so this is a movie. You don't know this is a historical fact. This is a movie. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know if it was. Uh, a historical fact was used as a subject uh, yeah. of this Yeah, well, yeah, a lot of times it is. Stage. Yeah. So, huh. but I remember, so, so it's very, <laughs> very old game, this business of copying people and having them just, just because they're, they have a tendency to get killed a lot. <laughs> well, the psychic Yitzhava, she says that yeah. two or three of them have already sort of been... But that's, yeah. again, who's going to agree to be a body double for Trump if you know everybody's shooting at you? <laughs> well, uh, unless unless you have a big family and everyone is going to be very well taken care of, I mean, you're willing to take the risk, I guess. I don't know. Oh, God. Oh, God. Hey, listen, did you read uh, the latest in Anelia that Anelia put out? Um, which one, the uh, the waiting for the savior, or the one before that? Well, whichever one you haven't read, on the air. <laughs> Mark said she come out. She come out with one recently. Hold on, let me go open. Let me go to. Let me go to the YouTube. Because she's been she's been talking. Why do you go to YouTube? Because that's where they are. They're on YouTube. Yeah, she puts them up. Okay, let's link. Let's I get sign. emails from her. You don't. Oh, oh, I get those too. You want me to read from the email? The latest one was the thing. Uh, stupid. The latest one was the one with, uh, where is it? Right here. The latest one I got is, how do I start the process of ascension? The Ferrari of ascension modalities is love. So that's, that's the latest one that she posted. And that's dated uh, 9.29 at 2.26 p.m. 929 that's today yeah. I guess it's probably recent this is, this has got to be the most recent right why don't you give it a read because um, we need somebody out there that seems to be able to see it see well she's not from here so she's from someplace else it's her job to see things in a clearer way than us so let's just listen to her for a minute do you mind do you want to read it 
No, no, sure. Okay. Okay. So the title of this thing is The Ferrari of Ascension Modalities is Love. If you want to take the fast way there, then start experiencing love at every opportunity. This does not involve another person, except perhaps in reminding us what love is. This involves you. You also need a daily practice of staying heart-centered, meditation, quieting the mind, and allowing flow. To experience love, you have to open your heart to receive. Love is you and is all around you. There is no lack of love in the world and no other person can give it to you. Love is you. You are love. If you know what I'm talking about, then start by becoming aware of your heart center, the spot in the middle of your chest just behind the breastbone. Be aware of the spot during the day and during meditation. If you have no idea how to experience love because life has treated you harshly, then recall someone, a person, a pet, or something that you loved in the past. Let that warm feeling appear and be aware of it. Now become aware of your heart center. This is by far the best way to start your ascension process. After this, sit in silence and allow love to flow. This is such a strong and powerful experience that sometimes it can become overwhelming. The person will often feel dizzy, release strong emotions through crying. The key is to go past these emotions and reactions and reach a state of expansion. It might take a week or a month of practice to become completely comfortable in this procedure. Keep at it. Also check out the Empowerment tool section of the website for many downloads you can use during the day which will feed your high-frequency experience. Enjoy light love in Nelia Benz. That is as true as it can be. As it can be. Well, you know, it's it's interesting because <clears throat> I told this on another show. I was out with, at the gate, and there was a problem with a piece of uh, wood, and they had a nail in it, real, real rusted nail, very nasty thing, very sharp, and my finger hit it. Well, my skin has gotten so thin that it's likely that it got, you know, that it got cut. I'm looking at it. And I go, oh, I said, wow, I'm so impressed you didn't get hurt. I was really impressed with my skin, you know. And, <laughs> and because a little thing will, will start to, you know, open up and stuff. And it's just really getting old is nuts. But anyway, I know you don't have a contract towards it. Um, but I, I felt myself loving my skin. <laughs> so then I said, mm -hmm. wow, that's really interesting. I never... I never really thought of loving my body to actually specifically put my focus of love onto my body. And so I said, Kidney, I love you. Oh, there's two of you. Yes, I love you both. I start talking to every organ in my body. <laughs> you know? And oh. I mean, actually feeling appreciation, gratitude, and, and you know, love for, for, for the various aspects of my own body, which I found really a strange thing to be doing but very fulfilling and I find that um, I do it quite quite often during the day you know it's like um, 
lungs, I just love you. And I'll breathe in and I'll think about the lungs being filled with, I mean, just really kind of like a lot of, you know, just interacting with my own body space. Um, and uh, normally when things like this happen to me, it's an indication that it's happening to other people too. I'm just, you know, more inclined to be aware of it or talk or focus on it. But the other thing that's come up, um, and I don't know if we mentioned it last time, but Derek was, we were talking about creating a energy uh, device and uh, it was a fullerene. It was a fullerene protecting, you know, this property. Actually, it was about this property. And he's talking about the fullerene. And I said, I said, <clears throat> oh, I've got fullerene, you know, not. He said, yeah, but do you keep reinforcing it? And I said, well, no, I sort of put these things up and walk away. I'm kind of a lazy metaphysician. And he said, no, he said, you really have to reinforce them. And as soon as he started putting that thought in my head, I understood what he was talking about. Because <clears throat> it, it, we're dealing with no time, but we do have place and space. So you got a space, and over that space, you've put a fullerene. You, you're, okay, I'm protecting my property. i got a fullerene all over the property. But we're moving so fast in 3D, never mind whatever dimension our consciousness is existing, we're moving very fast, so that means that time is sped up if you were, because it's, it's just a comparison of place and space, but you're changing place very rapidly. So, whereas mm -hmm. it was, yes, the fullerene is, is perfectly positioned at the moment you say it, you're moving away from that position. And you have to reinforce it because all of the energies are changing. So then we talked about it, and I feel that it's every 12 hours, just about every 12. You can, I think you can correct it almost on a minute-by-minute minute basis. But by every 12 hours, we really should just, you know, sit and, and think about the thought forms of good and protection and all the other things that we do. Do and just you know yes I want you to continue I want you to reinstate I want you to reengage or whatever to you don't have to go through this the whole concept of creating it again but you do have to seem to reinforce it um, so it seems like the deeper we get into earlier when but I was, the, go ahead but the thing is it's it's not the thing that changes it's you. You're, the reason you're you're reinforcing the that thought form, the the the, the th thought form, the device, everything, everything remains and and it follows you. But what has changed every? hours is you. You're not the same. <laughs> so that's what's being reinforced. <laughs> Do you see it? Well, I don't think it's separate now that you mention it. I, I just, it's, I think it's another part of it, you know. Um, so, every 12 hours, you're totally different, so you're... But so, so is in place. It, it, it's almost like climbing a, a ladder. It's more steps, more steps, more steps, higher and higher and higher, and different. So, you, 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 you are keep expanding. You keep growing, and that's the uh, the ascension the awareness the expansion that's why because think about it if you if you let's say you you make a, an affirmation of something and you leave it alone 
and do nothing else. And I don't know, 20 days pass. And you remember you did an affirmation for such such a thing. Well, that affirmation was done by you 10 days ago. It's not the same you. So today that that affirmation would be totally different. It would be stronger. It would be more more uh, refined. It would be more sophisticated. It would have more elements in it. So that's why it's uh, that's why he does this the the renewal because you're the one that keeps changing. <laughs> so so yes, I think it is a valid practice because it, it, you keep changing. If we that's that's the horrible thing about the the human. Um, uh, Yogananda would spoke about would speak about uh, mental furniture. That there are people that behave like mental furniture. It doesn't matter how old they are; they're exactly the same person. Well, that's no way to live. We're not supposed to be that way. We are supposed to evolve and change and become better and 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 just keeps keep increasing in in capacity and awareness and understanding and everything and not just just die the same you the same way that you lived uh, a piece of furniture so yes it makes perfect sense to renew that affirmation or that energy or whatever it is that you did uh, repeat it again well let's be basic let's be uh, let's go back to basics why does anybody meditate every day if all it takes is one meditation, that's it, right? One meditation, boom, you're done. And yet we have to keep doing it. <laughs> no, wait, who says we have to keep meditating? All the, all, all the, all the adepts teach people to, to meditate every day. All all the spiritual all the spiritual masters and teachers uh, of different of different walks of life it doesn't different schools of thought they they teach you how the importance of building that energy and 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 keep and they get more refined because what happens like for example Yogananda he he got to the to the point where he stopped meditating because he he was already existing in a meditating state even if he was awake and he was talking to somebody he was in a state of meditation his mind would not move away from the center of his being so yes even that keeps evolving but the, but you, it doesn't stop it just keeps it just keeps getting getting better what I think if you spend all your life meditating, how are you going to live your life and have fun and it enjoy the life? I'm not saying to spend all your life meditating. I'm saying something that you do repetitively. It doesn't matter oh. if, it, if you meditate five minutes or if you meditate 50 minutes or five hours, depending on the on person's inclination. But the point is that it's something that's being repeated oh. periodically. And in doing so, that makes it grow, and, and that's what does the thing that um, Nancy has been saying. Makes Every twelve reality. hours, it oh. makes it. See what she's saying: repeating every twelve hours, the thing. Yeah, it's exactly the same thing. Keep keep doing oh, it. Okay. Keep doing it. Well, we repeat other things, right? 
we go to the bathroom every day, we wash every day, we have to eat every day, right? Yeah. We don't complain yeah. about repeating those things because they are, they are significant. They, they, they are something that, that needs to be done. So, well, why don't we do that thing for um, valuable mental things? As opposed to as opposed to just eating the uh, the uh, what do you call it sucking up all the energies of the boob to listening to uh, to the misinformation and fake news and stuff like that. Well, why don't we choose the the time and opportunity to repeat good things? It doesn't matter if that good thing is a it's it's a it's a good desire, a positive desire, or a good or a positive choice. Whatever it is, it's something that's constructive, and it's making you grow, as opposed to something that keeps you oh, always, always bitter and negative. And oh no, this will never change. Well. You have you have a choice. You use the energy positively, constructively, or you use the energy to keep you down. That's why Enelia keeps talking about the split. She says it's here and now. The split the split is done. It's happening right now, and the and the good vibrations are already in place. They're not going away. It's not an option. It's it's here and now. There is a whole. A whole part of humanity that has chosen to live a high frequency, a, uh, a high frequency reality. So, whereas what is I it? What hear is hear that? Well, she gives. I was going to give you an example. Yeah, please. For example, okay, you have a, um, a your, let's say most of your family continues living in their low frequency and yes you love them you love them you understand them you don't try to change them because but it's their choice to live low frequency so what happens is how does that affect you let's say you're you're a high frequency person okay how does it how does it affect you quite simply if somebody if they want to peak want to interact with you and their choice of interaction is to bring up an argument, pick up, pick a fight, something political, whatever, whatever it is. You choose not to engage. You choose not to engage in a low frequency behavior because that brings you down. Now, if they want to talk to you, yeah, I, I'll, I can speak, but we speak. We have to speak intelligently. And we got. We're going to speak in a high frequency. And how does it mean? Well, high frequency. We're we're going to communicate, loving each other. We are going to communicate and value each other's uh, point of view. We're going to communicate and we're going to accept each other how we are. So I like Crumped and you like Vidin. Fine. That doesn't. We're not enemies. We just like different things. That's that's what it means. To have to stay in your place of high frequency, you don't go down to that level. They, they, if somebody wants to pick a fight or an argument or something, it's their choice. But you can go and do it at, over there. I'm not, I'm not there. I'm not playing that. So, so that's, so that's, so that's what it is. It doesn't mean that you're going to move away out of 
change towns, change city, move away from the people. No, no, no. It means you you have to be aware and you have to honor your high vibration. What does high vibration mean? It means we're going to talk. We're not going to fight. We're going to talk. You see? Yep. You always choose I agree the positive. with everything you said. I do. Always choose the positive. Yeah. And, and, it, and yeah. it is doable and it's perfectly doable. It's, it's if, if we have one enemy, is ourselves. It's our unwillingness to, to believe that it's doable. <laughs> yeah. Oh, it must be so difficult. It's so easy to be negative. It's so easy to be to be low down. It's so easy to fight. It's so easy to argue. Yeah, well, I guess it is easy, but it, it keeps you fixed. You're like a picture on the wall. Ten years and it's the same picture. And you don't want to be that picture on the wall. You want to continue the journey. Annette and I were having a conversation. She came out in the kitchen and she was saying, I just don't want to do this phone call because I know that lady will have done the same thing which is wrong. I said, well, Annette, look at it this way. Think about, oh, that lady's here. She's saying she did this this way and it's the right way. And how exciting is that? So I said... Try to just turn the positive thought into, I mean, turn the negative thought into a positive thought. And she mm-hmm. said, well, yeah, that's a good way to look at it. That's the way I try to do things. But sometimes I have to say to myself, life is short. Enjoy it. Think of the good. Yeah. And, and, if you, and if you, that, if, but Walt, isn't that kind of a form of meditation? It is. There isn't. There isn't one single type of meditation. To give you, a, for those who have studied meditation, for example, there's a form of meditation where the teacher will take you out sweeping. So you sweep. You sweep the the yard and the ashram. The feel, it doesn't matter. You All you have to do is sweep. And you, but the important thing is how is your mind when you're sweeping? See, it's not just sweeping. It's mindful sweeping. You're conscious and awake. And you're, and what happens is, is that where somebody else might be tired after 15 minutes of sweeping, we could sweep for five hours and we're, we're in, in bliss because I'm sweeping and I'm sweeping in such happiness that it's it's perfect. Somebody has to tear the that 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 broom away from you. <laughs> I know what because, you're saying. Yes, I agree. Yeah. Yeah. That's good. So the Could thing you put yourself it, it, in a different state of mind. Yeah. When you when you re, when you realize the simplicity, how easy it is. To either do the positive or the negative. That's how you begin to s- smell up. You, you say, oh, wait a minute, there's something rotten here. How we were programmed to be negative. There is absolutely nothing natural 
and being negative. There's nothing natural in always looking for trouble. There's nothing natural in always looking for suffering. It's absolutely, people say, oh, suffering is an important part of life and blah, 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 blah. blah. No, it, that's one of the posts. That's one of the posts that Anelia made called Suffering and Spiritual Growth. This woman wanted to defend her point that, oh, she has a, 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 a right to suffer like, like Nelson Mandela and Mother Teresa and blah, blah, blah. And like she says, here, I know we don't have a little, a little time, but it, it's like she says, it's not, it's not, uh, the suffering is not necessary in order to learn stuff. In fact, it gets in the way of learning stuff. So you you want to people to uh, value your suffering and um, that's you. Fine, you go go ahead and go and and suffer. But it, we don't need it. it. We don't need it in order to grow and to advance. It actually it gets in the way. It, suffering actually gets in the way of progressing, and that's why the cabal has fed us suffering as long as long as as we are awake. We haven't they tried to teach us uh, and, and program into oh suffering is good, suffering is good for the spirit because of suffering this and suffering that and it's just a, a lot of bunk because people are stuck and they 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 don't progress when they suffer and that's that's exactly the, the kind of reality they want. They are on top of the of the pyramid, and we are at the bottom of the pyramid because everybody else is suffering. Only a little group has gets to enjoy life. The rest, we have to suffer. So, let's wake up. It's not natural. It, it doesn't have to be that way. And that's how you get out by realizing what's real and what's not, and what's true and what's not. And choosing to be happy. Exactly. And positive. Yeah. yeah. And choosing. Yeah. You have that choice. You always have a choice. Even if you have the one choice that you have, you don't want to make. And you've always got a choice. Mm-hmm. Well, you know, they, they have... have... There she is. <laughs> well, the, the 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 concept of meditation and how people, you know, it's a state of mind. And my attitude is that I go through life in a meditative state. I focus on that, actually. I mean, it's not like I focus on it. I just am aware. And if you sort of look as that, that is your path, you know, well, I'm just going to be in a meditative state. What ha I wasn't always this way, but this is how I've been able to, you know, you, when things start to go, when you start to get taken out of that state of meditation, you know, you go like, wait a minute, wait a minute, what's wrong? What's wrong? But if we stay in confusion and uh, strife and looking at things and being fearful and try all the things that human beings do, then you have to go off and you have to get into a state of meditation, but it's a state of mind. So, if you, and I think that part of the problem is that people make it into this, you got to have all, candles or do all this stuff, it's a state of mind. You know, you know what it feels like if you've been in meditation, you know what it feels like, you know if you don't know that it's meditation even. 
It's like I realized meditation not because of sweeping floors, but because of doing dishes. We had ten, exactly. ten kids, and every other night it was the girl's turn or the boy's turn to do the dishes. And I realized that as a youngster that, you know, I think that this, because I'd watch my mom doing dishes too, and I think this is something that you always, always have to do. So I started to realize that the water, the, the warm water over your hands, you know, elicits a certain amount of calmness in you. And pretty soon, as a kid, I mean, I, I was pretty young when this I was going through this, and I pretty, pretty soon I realized that, you know, doing dishes is fun. Because you get into that zoned out, I call it the zone out, you know, where you're just doing it and you're not really thinking about anything. It's sort of the same place you go when you're very creative. You know, you're doing a picture or something. It's just flowing through you. And I don't know what that young child might have been thinking in those zoned out times because I get some of my most uh, insightful and um, provocative kind of things, you know, like, oh, wow, that's interesting because it kind of sort of hits you. It comes out of nowhere, you know. And uh, But if you live that way, and I think that you do for a, a lot of it, Walt, is that you really, because you're, you're always willing to, or you've opened a door in a communication with your spirits, guides, whatever these guides are, to give you information to just kind of, here, make this. And you've said, you know, I've got to make it because if I don't, it doesn't go away. You know, it's because yeah. <laughs> you were, you were in a state of, of meditation because of whatever you were doing to begin with so that they could communicate to you that way. Mm -hmm. oh, I thought I was going to sneeze. I've got, you know, it's like there's something in bloom at night because it's night and all of a sudden I felt like something just went up my nose, you know, like pollen. And the last, oh, four or five nights, I would just all of a sudden feel like I got to sneeze, I got to cough, my eyes are water, and I'm going like, what is in bloom? And so Sandy was over the other day, and she knows all about this. I said, what the heck is in bloom at night? And she started listing off about a dozen different things, and I thought, oh, uh. oh I understand what's happening now. But it just, I, just had, <laughs> I had to mute myself because I was sure I was going to have a big sneeze, and then it didn't happen. Which was kind of disappointing because oh. sneezes are kind of neat, you know. <laughs> mm. Yeah, when you when you live in a meditative state, you do also look at things a lot differently. Like uh, you'll think about how you're thinking. Uh, you'll think about how you're feeling. You just won't be feeling it. You'll start to think about it. It's like the little things take on an importance in your life that. It's only going to be mean, meaningful for you. I'm only giving you my experience. Um, but you also begin to tell yourselves jokes. I, I got I to tell you, I, I'm one of the funniest people I've ever met. <laughs> because <laughs> I'm always, you know, I see the humor in things. And so I say, you know, out loud, I make some commentary about, you know, what ha what's happening. And, oh, my other self, they, we just start laughing, you know. But when I was in when I was in college, I was a freshman, and 
it, you know, I, I, it's a, it, people don't realize, I don't think, or maybe they don't remember, but for, for some people, I don't know how many, but it definitely was for me. When I went from high school into being a freshman in college, that was a reality change like nothing else that had come before. And I'm sure that's true for a lot of people. For me, it... Um, I didn't. I didn't have uh, the anchors, the things that make you. You know, it was like all everybody was new, or the place was new, everything, every new, 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 and um, so I went into a real deep depression. And I remember I, I I went to get up out of bed, and I couldn't decide to get out of bed. And then. I could decide to get out of bed, but I couldn't decide what to wear, so I'd go back to bed. And I did this for three days. I didn't go to class or anything. I was in a deep, deep, you know, the dark of the soul, dark night of the soul or whatever. But in that kind of non-compute place, because I, I was in two different, it was like being in two different realities and you didn't know who you were anymore. I felt like I didn't know who I was. I realized that when we go through life, there's only one person, only one person who is going to know every one of your thoughts, every one of your feelings, every one of your successes, and that's you. So I decided that I was going to make myself my own best friend because I was pretty sure I would always have my own best friend with me. And it was just mm -hmm. it was just a way of working my way out of this real funk that I was in, because once I I got to that realization and sort of incorporated it into a, uh, I sort of like say, well maybe this will work, and I tried out, you know, I just thought, well let's see if this works, you know. So I said, all right, I'm going to do this. I'm going to make myself my own best friend. So the next morning when I wake up, I'm going like. Hey, let's go to class. And let's put on this. It was like a totally different person because I actually didn't feel alone anymore. Mm -hmm. And I'm sure this is some kind of a psychological, uh, you know, mind zap on myself. But dang, it works. No. Well, no, it isn't because the concept of being alone is an illusion. Being alone is an illusion. I mean, it's, it's the worst most powerful, the oldest and most ancient and biggest illusion there is of being alone. It is an illusion. So you you um, get out of it. <laughs> you you zap that illusion out. It's not. It's no. It no longer has any effect on you. No, it doesn't. No, I, I and uh, I mean I, I well part of my book Cosmic Reality I talk about you are not alone. It's one of the key, you know, rules mm -hmm. of cosmic reality. You are never alone. You mm -hmm. may think it, you may feel it, you may you know, you're never alone. You can always become mm -hmm. a schizophrenic. <laughs> 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 yeah, because we're just we're just that creative. We are. We are. We are. Okay, so we're getting When here. I invited the angels in to my house, uh, uh -huh. that's when I realized I have never been alone all my life. There's always been 
guardian angel, other angels with me. I have never been alone, even though I went through years thinking, I'm doing this all by myself, you know, self-pity. And mm-hmm. I got to the bottom of the self-pity. And, and now when I look back, I'm so amazed and happy and and I get overjoyed. I never was alone. I always had somebody there helping me. And now if I could just get it through to people who were in the position I was or are in the position I was, thinking nobody's here to help me. Nobody's help. I am completely alone. If I could just get through to them, you're not. If you pay attention, you will start to feel that you are not alone. And God was always there too. That's how how the forces of opposition use our creative power for their benefit by making us create these things that aren't real. And that's one of the things that loneliness, suffering, oh, they they feed on that. Wonderful. Remember, they feed on all all the, the things that we classify as suffering. So being alone is a is a great piece of suffering, but it isn't real. So that's that's the thing that we have to wake up to. Uh, the button stuck again. I got through most of the show without <laughs> the button sticking. I I totally agree. I totally agree, and the the more the more we realize that we were talking about that earlier Derek's about to do another Shanghai trip he's got um you know a thousand at least a thousand nuggets with him and he and his daughter are going to make another trip that's um it's it's an interesting thing they're doing they have two people a couple that have gone out just last last week they started out and they've got a bag full of shungite with them and they're going one way and Derek's going the other way and when they looked at the you know places that they're going the trip it turned out to be an infinity sign mm-hmm. so in the next 10 days there's going well it's already started but um, there's going to be another huge grid throughout the western part of the Content or the western part of the United States um, of Shanghai in the shape of a infinity symbol. We're talking five thousand miles long. Wow! Well, five thousand. The whole trip is five thousand miles. Just about. Over four thousand, and because they're going farther, I think that I think that. <laughs> Good night, Good to night everybody. everybody from Dolly World. <laughs> Good night, you two. Love you. I love you too, and um, we'll see you at the uh, the debate. <laughs> Any- oh yeah, Nancy, I got my phone fully charged. Your what? Oh, your phone. Oh, okay. All right, uh-huh. so we can talk. <laughs> For us, yeah. Right. Yeah. Okay. All right. Very good. Okay. Thanks, everybody. Appreciate you two so much, and appreciate you, audience. And welcome back, Infinity. (laughs) 
She couldn't get on chat. Be safe, everybody. Teaching, preaching, the unknown, unknown, unknown. You have been listening to the Cosmic Reality Radio Show, produced by Cosmic Reality Radio. Thank you for listening. Choose your heart as a man.